Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Meditation. Now don't roll your eyes. Stay with me. I know the idea of sitting in silence with your eyes closed, breathing in and out does sound a bit hippy-dippy and that used to be my perception of it until I opened a really funny book offering me an insight into the benefits of adopting a daily meditation practice. The reason I even entertained the idea of reading this book was because it's written by one of Ireland's most beloved broadcasters and comedians, a guy who never fails to make us laugh. So I thought, well, if he's endorsing meditation, maybe I should give it a try. Now, a year and a bit later, I'm fully converted and meditation is part of my daily life. That book is called Mindful, Unwreck Your Head, De-Stress Your Life. Its author, Dermot Whelan, is bringing his mindful tour to Dundalk and he's on the line. How are you getting on, Dermot? Hello, Sinead. How are you? I'm very impressed that it's now part of your daily routine. You can sit up at the top of the class now beside the teacher. Well done. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) Now, the the book is hilarious, but also insightful. I mean, you make meditation so accessible to people. I definitely would have been firmly in the camp of no, not for me. But after reading the book and trying the bonus meditations that you have as well for readers, I do practice every day and I've adopted your RPM approach. Maybe you might explain what the RPM approach. (laughs) Approaches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely, with pleasure. Um, well, RPM is one of the first things that I learned uh, from my teacher when I started getting into this stuff properly, and it's rise, pee, meditate. Okay, now let me explain. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest excuse that people give themselves, usually for anything that's, you know, like meditation that's designed to to calm their stress levels, is I'd love to, but I don't have the time. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, already we have busy lives. A lot of us have children, you know, you're trying to get the school run done, you're trying to get to work, you're desperately trying to fit in the gym that you pay for but never go to. Um, And the last thing you want is somebody like me saying, hey, you need to dedicate half your day to meditating or you'll be burnt out. Um, So RPM is a brilliant way of building something like meditation into your daily routine. So the idea is that you rise, you get up in the morning, you do what you got to do in the bathroom, and then you find somewhere comfortable. You don't have to be at the top of a mountain or beside a beautiful lake or in the lotus position. You just find somewhere comfortable and warm. It could be your favorite chair, even your bed. Um, and then you do the exercises there because we tend to be creatures of habit in the morning time. And if we just lock it in there, first thing, before we look at our phone and before our cortisol levels um, soar when we start looking at our news feeds, um, if you just 
drop in your little bit of self-care there, it suddenly it becomes part of your routine and you don't have to think about it. And you'll know from the book that I share a meditation technique called the 16 second technique. Yep. Now, who doesn't have 16 seconds in their morning to, to lock in a little bit of self-care and, and uh, decide how you'd like to feel for the rest of the day? Yes, and guaranteed after you do 16 seconds, you're going to want more because it's just one of those things, like you say, it's the this idea of self-care, of, of you know, I'm a busy mom, you know, of, of, of two children and they follow me around, Dermot. They don't know who their dad really is. Do you know what I mean? They don't like asking him things. It's constantly me. So, you know, so you, you, you do got to, you got to carve this out. And like yourself working in, in radio, it's, it's full on. You need to kind of, you know, de-stress and, and kind of untangle the thoughts. And it, I'm telling you, it's amazing what you can do when you just go, right, I'm just going to buy into this. I'm going to leave my judgment at the door. And like that, you need the guided ones, like, and you provide guided ones through the website and stuff, but you need these guided ones to get you in the zone. Yeah, the guided meditations are a great place to start because it's like driving a car and it's like letting sliding into the passenger seat and just letting someone else do the driving for you. So particularly for a beginner, a guided meditation is great, you know, um, and, you know, the, the, you're, you're so right about the perception of, of meditation because I was exactly like you. I was like, there's no more cynical group of people on earth than stand-up comedians. So, you know, <laughs> it's literally our job to poke fun at stuff. So I definitely thought that meditation was for hippie types who, you know, drifted around in linen trousers and uh, said namaste to the bus driver and covered themselves in hummus every morning. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, what I started to get into, because I had to, I had a panic attack uh, mm. back in the mid-noughties and, and I had to start looking for something because uh, my body was screaming at me that I wasn't managing the stress that I was, you know, bringing on with all the work I was doing. So, you know, I definitely had those. And, and part, you know, one of the reasons why I wrote the book and one of the reasons why I'm doing these live shows at the moment uh, is to bust all those myths and all those preconceptions that people have about it. Because once I started to get into it, I realized, hang on a sec, this isn't for perfectly skinned Californian types, you mm. know, who've never had a freckle in their life and can only seem to meditate on mountaintops. You know, this is actually for everybody. And there's so much science that actually explains you know, what my nervous system is doing when I'm going to bed. So it would explain why I'm awake at four o'clock in the morning staring at the ceiling. As soon as I got to understand what was happening in my body and my mind, and that's what I teach in the show, you know, suddenly I was sleeping better and I was feeling better and I had more patience and I wasn't as stressed out. And, you know, so it, it doesn't take much. And I think that's what surprises most people. And possibly like yourself, Sinead, the way you're saying it is that you know, a, a small amount can have a big ripple effect yeah. out into your day, you know, um, and you you don't have to suddenly go to a monastery, you know, or <laughs> shave your head or head off to the ashram in, in no. Delhi. Um, you just got to, as you say, carve out a little bit of time, preferably in the morning or yeah. whenever suits you. And it just can have that ripple effect out through the day. So it's not that you never become stressed again. You know, people go, so are you never stressed now? Oh, Dermot? God. <laughs> I'm like, you know, my wife would be laughing her head off going, um, have you seen what he's like when the dog <laughs> runs in from the garden with mucky feet and runs straight up the stairs? <laughs> um, <laughs> 
But, you know, it's, it's, I guess the difference is, of course, the same things annoy me and I have the same triggers. The difference is, is that, you know, the, I don't get as stressed out. Mm. And if I experience stress, it doesn't last as long. You know, yeah. if someone cuts me off in traffic or I get an email I didn't want to get, I'll have a, you know, I'll react. But my reaction will be far less emotional and it's not going to ruin my day, yeah. you know, generally speaking. And sometimes we can be, something might happen to us in the morning and we'll carry that throughout the day. Um, but meditation is a great chance just to to put a, a pattern interrupt, as they say, into that and just allow you to move into the next event in your day without bringing that stress and that um, tension with you. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it just means even for me, just getting up that little bit earlier, setting the alarm a little bit earlier to carve out that time. But just circle back there because you mentioned that very sort of blasé there about the panic attack, which was the main kind of, I suppose, well, maybe the first kind of wake up call, which you kind of ignored initially, but then you sort of got yourself on track. <laughs> Go circle back to that. What was going on in your life? Life was full on because you were doing the TV gig and the radio gig and the stand up gig all at, at that time. Yeah. And, I, you know, my life isn't particularly quiet these days either. No, <laughs> you know, um, but the, I guess the difference is that now I have tools and techniques at my disposal that I can reach for and that I do reach for and that I know will work to keep me, you know, on in balance. Whereas back then I was very much out of balance and I didn't know anything because they don't teach you any of this stuff in school and you're just kind of expected to know how to de-stress. But most of us don't until our bodies scream at us in some shape or form. Our our sleep is disrupted, our, you know, we, we lose touch with our, our moods and we, we kind of reminisce about when we used to feel like ourselves you know um so i guess back then i was you know i was i was doing up at 4:30 in the morning doing a radio breakfast show i was doing comedy four days a week in the clubs which i was getting home after midnight so i wasn't having a huge amount of sleep i you know i had a small kid that was starting a family um and i was doing all the other bits and pieces and i think my my body and you know my nervous system just said enough is enough because mm. i was I was reaching, as we all do, for the things that, you know, that society tells us will de-stress us, like, you know, pints or glasses of wine or, you know, nicotine or whatever it happens to be, you know, for you. Maybe it's sugar. Yeah. Because that's that's what is constantly demonstrated to us as effective stress relief. But, you know, anyone who's ever had a hangover knows that, you know, it is not de-stressing you. You know, in fact, it's doing the opposite. And particularly if you have anxiety, something like alcohol can be can be um, a real tricky one. It can tend to amplify what you're feeling instead of um, getting rid of it. So, yeah, you know, I, I quite by accident met a lady who taught meditation to the guards and I thought, hang on a sec, this is for hippies and why is law enforcement using it? So I started to look into it and uh, she gave me a quick lesson and off I went and I, I never looked back and I, I, I found it so effective I wanted to share the technique so I ended up training over in in the states one of the leading corporate stress management experts over there and that's why i teach it now and 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 blend it with comedy so that people can feel nice and relaxed and and have fun because i do think that the the wellness world can take itself far too seriously a lot of the time yeah totally 
And now, I, we've all seen the pictures of, you know, if you Google meditation, oh, you yeah. always see the, the very <laughs> pious looking people who are just judging you constantly <laughs> going, oh, you're stressed out. Oh, dear. Oh, how did you let yourself get into that mess? Anyway, bye. <laughs> yeah, totally. And, you know, you, you talk about the study as well. And, and, and we, a little bit of that is touched on in the book as well. And in this, I was just imagining a Mr. Miyagi sort of type uh, training. Uh, this is uh, David G. Isn't, isn't this the guy that you, um, is he the really deep sounding white bearded guy that I might have seen on the Inside Timer app. Is that him? Yes, that's yeah. David G is his name. Very interesting man. And I guess what, what drew me to him as a teacher was when I came across him just randomly on internet radio, um, he, he, he was really funny. And I had never heard anyone with a sense of humour talk about something like meditation. They were always people that you know, I probably wouldn't have had a pint with. But, you know, he was he was introducing me to, you know, people to, to very ancient traditions and techniques, but he was doing it, you know, with a smile on his face. And yeah. um, I guess that's what kind of hooked me into him. And uh, we just got on very well when I did eventually get to meet him. And um, that's how he, he, but an interesting guy, you know, he came from a, a career in the in the twin towers when they yeah. were still upright and um a very high stress you know financial environment and and he just couldn't hack it anymore and particularly when the towers came down he was uh, he had lost so many friends and he was just very disillusioned so he he i guess his life went in a different direction and um but you know you, you know you don't have to suddenly you know blow up your your life or or, or radically change what you're doing to get a bit of a bit more peace and, and stillness in your life and, and not feel like you're overreacting to things or, or snowed under by things. Yeah, and like he, just his voice when he starts, okay, I just defy anybody <coughs> to feel stressed after you talk, you, like you listen to him. It's just like this gorgeous, velvety, amazing voice that you're just like, oh, straight away when you hear him. <laughs> he's just, yeah. he's brilliant. He really is brilliant. Uh, but were yeah, you, were you, Someone compared his, his voice to the first sip of a pint of Guinness, oh, which I think yeah. is probably the great compliment yeah. Yeah, you can get from an Irish person <laughs> yeah it really is it really really is um, but did you like were you apprehensive about writing the book and putting this out there you know presenting yourself as meditation teacher because you know we obviously have this other version of you as the entertainer the comedian of course yeah it was definitely and, and for years I, I felt like I had this sort of double life you know like um like a really crap Batman, um, <laughs> where where I was meditation you know, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not particularly good in an extreme accident scenario. You know, <laughs> the bus is on fire. Meditation man, help us! You're like, okay, everyone, take a deep breath. <laughs> not what you need. Uh, <laughs> but um, but I was, I guess, you know, the the front facing side of me was very, you know, performing and comedy and out there and um, jazz hands and. There was another part of me, you know, once I had, you know, spent a few years meditating that I felt was this very quiet, still, calm, um, introverted side of me. So I, I, I felt like I kind of was leaving, leading this kind of double life, you know. Um, but once I, I mean, the main reason I wrote the book was because when I wanted to find a book that I could relate to, I couldn't find one, mm. even though the mindfulness section in the bookshop was full, none of the people seem to be speaking my language. They're either way too down the spiritual road or they were too academic and too technical. So I I guess I decided to write the book 
that I would like. And in doing that, I guess I blended the two sides of my personality. And now, now I love it, you know, because, you know, people do say, God, meditation and comedy, that's a really great idea. How did you come up with that? And it, it, it didn't come from, you know, a desire to come up with the next, you know, yeah. catchy thing. It was literally, it's a reflection of, of who I am now, I suppose, um, without sounding too Oprah about it. But, you know, it is a, it is a perfect blend of, of who I am. I, you know, it is, I, I will always want to have a laugh and, and perform and, and hopefully help other people to laugh and feel better. But I also have this other side to myself, which I know can help people to feel better, but just in a different way. And when you blend yeah. the two, you know, either in through the book or, or through the live show, it just clicks, you know, and it's just so wonderful to see, you know, you can see hundreds of people at the show who are one minute all, you know, doubled over in laughter. And then a few minutes later, they're, they're sitting there with smiles on their faces, but for a different reason. You know, the joy is coming from rather than the stage, it's coming from inside them. So that's it's amazing. A really, really nice feeling. Yeah, I'd imagine there's great energy in the room. I mean, the tour is is doing so amazing, mindful. It's coming to on Thorn Arts Centre in Dundalk, March 11th. Tell us a little bit about what we can expect from the show. Okay, great question, because uh, people, you know, still like to know what, what it is they're walking into, particularly us blokes, because uh, <laughs> and what's so refreshing about these shows is that there are so many men there. Because if, oh, in the past, whenever I did like, you know, wellness weekends or retreats or anything like that, I was usually the token bloke out of the hundred women, you know. So um, to see men coming with all from all walks of life and teenagers as well um, is fantastic. And obviously there's lots of women there as well, um, which is brilliant. Um, so it's a lovely mix. But the show in itself is in basically three parts. So I tell my own backstory through stand up comedy. Um, and then there's a kind of a, a funny TED talk, which explains the the science and the you know what's happening in your body because I think that's important for you know that people should know mm-hmm. why they're doing the exercises they do. And then the last part is um, I take everybody through my favorite techniques for for de-stressing and sleeping better and feeling better. Fantastic. And you know you mentioned Oprah, so I have to give you a bit of an Oprah moment, right? If you could go back in time, right, around the time that you're about to have that panic attack. Now you can't change anything, but you can impart some words of advice to that Dermot. What would you say to him? Uh, I think the first thing I would say is it's okay to say no. Yeah. Because it took me a long time and it's something that I I think I always have to monitor. You know, I have to run things now through a filter and go, is this something you really need to do? Is it something you really want to do? Or are you doing it because you feel you should do it? Um, And, you know, particularly, as you know yourself in in media, our jobs, Mm -hmm. maybe where you're self-employed, you know, you're afraid generally to say no to things because, you know, it's uh, it's a foot in the door and you never know what will come of it and someone else will get it if you don't do it. You know, so, um, but, you know, it's not just with work that we say you know that we find trouble saying no you know you could, you could be a parent and just for, you know forget to carve out time for yourself you know mm-hmm. and you, maybe you're 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 saying yes to everybody else except yourself you know and and that happens you know a lot of the people who come to my show are our parents and they're they're snowed under or, or maybe they're they're finding difficulty balancing the the home the work life thing and we all know that's pretty crazy since since COVID, instead of learning our lessons, I think during lockdown, everything seems to have seems to have amped up since yeah. you know people are 
are feeling so busy, that lovely, that word that um, Irish people just love to say every day, you know, it's, how are you? I'm, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm up the walls, I'm crazy busy, you know, and <laughs> it's I almost seen worn as a badge of honour, but I think, I think we forget sometimes that actually, you know what, it's okay to say no, and by saying no, a lot of the time, you're actually saying yes to yourself, you're, you're yeah. actually saying you know, my own time and my rest and my recuperation and my energy in as opposed to energy out is actually more important than, you know, meeting someone or, or doing or saying yes to a work or, or whatever it happens to be, you know. But sometimes I think we feel like we should be doing a lot of things. But, you know, one glaring thing I remember, I I opened my diary one day and I was mm. flicking through all the pages because um, I'm still a kind of an analog diary type of guy. I like to write things down. Yeah. But I realized that n- nothing in there was for me. Mm. And it was full. Every day was full with this, that and the other. And nothing was there for me. Just, you know, play golf or, you know, take a ha- an afternoon off to go on my midlife crisis skateboard or, <laughs> um, or, or simply just keep it blank. Yeah. just to, to see what happened, you know. Um, but, you know, we we tend to just hand over so much of our time to other people, um, whether they're people really close to us or people, you know, that we work with or, or whatever it happens to be, our clients or whatever it is. So really, you know, the more time we can sit with ourselves, we start to get a sense of what it is we actually need and we start to have a little bit more respect for those moments with ourselves and what those moments can can give us, you know. Absolutely. I mean, that was Oprah would love that. I think you should go on Oprah's Super Soul Sunday. That would just that's a fantastic. <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> she would love would. you. She would love you. She really would. Um, Dermot, it's been an absolute pleasure. Honestly, thank you so, so much for, for taking the time to chat. Best of luck with the rest of this tour. And, uh, you know, best of luck with the Dundalk audience. You know, that's all I'm going to say with regards to the, the town the Dundalk. Um, but uh, listen, thank you so, so much for joining me today. Uh, my pleasure, Sinead. Thanks so much. And if people want to get tickets, um, they can go to DermotWhelan.com forward slash tour is the easiest way to get tickets for that show or any other one. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.